CBCS. Welcome back to the Chapel Podcast. My name is Anastasia Davi. I'm the Community Life Prefect. And today we are joined with Pastor Jeff Hamilton. Many students and teachers know him on campus as PJ. He has coached basketball for eight years here at CBCS. He's also a pastor at Hills Church in Laguna Hills. And today he will be bringing us a message about the goodness of God. So let's get into it. did good then become the entry level to acceptable right like we use good as a way to deflect actually engaging right i asked some of you guys uh how'd the game go today y'all good fine but especially when it comes to the word to the word good good is like the entry level of okay right it's just barely a step above right okay is when i've had a day that i don't really want to talk about right fine is a pretty clear indication that i'm done having a discussion but good says there was nothing that big that happened there's no big deal today like it was just kind of regular and in our language Good is both an adjective that it describes something, right? It was a good day, uh, in the words of the uh, in the infamous Ice Cube. I didn't even have to break out my AK. Today was a good day, right? Um, what? Listen, but then like good is also an adverb, right? It's a modifying. It's a modifying to a verb. So what does it mean when we say God is good? What do we mean by that? Now, like, for us, the idea that God is good is kind of like, well, God is, God is nice. God is, God is okay. No, for some of us, God is like basic. For some of us, God is busting. Right? For some of us, God is, listen, for some of us, God is sus. Right? So, listen, listen. All of these things, though, all of these... Listen, guys, I only got 20 minutes here, right? So I got to get to the point. I'm trying to coach you up on something right now, and I need you to kind of just engage with me. Because I need for us to understand something that is really, really important. What happens is we base our opinion of God based on our experience of him. Would you write that down? Maybe put it somewhere where you can remember. We, we base our opinion of God on our experience with him. But we need to understand that when we attribute goodness to God, it's not an adjective. It's not just a description. It is a virtue. It's a description of the essence of who he is. So when we think about what God is, we need to start thinking about a different level. A different level. There's kind of two words that we use to describe the nature of God, the person of God and his relationship with us. The first one is what we would call transcendence. 
Transcendence. Everybody say that with me. Transcendence. Transcendence means that he is above all. That he is beyond our experience and beyond our comprehension. Now that would be true of God. But the other thing that is equally true of God is what we call his eminence. His eminence is his nearness, is his presence among us. Right, Ella? What's up? These two things, these two things can be true of God at the same time. That while God is beyond us, he is also present with us. That's kind of the miracle of Christmas, isn't it? That God came down, in fact, the scripture said, and he'll be called Emmanuel, which means what? Anybody remember your Christmas cards? What does Emmanuel mean? God who is with us. God who is among us. God who comes down to these, uh, God who participates. So the God who is out there, listen to me, the God who is out there is now the God who comes near. So when you mix these two things together, you have to also incorporate the nature of God. 1 John 4 says this, God is love. So what happens when you mix transcendence and imminence with love? You get good. Good is not the baseline for acceptance. It's not like the entry level for the things that need to take place. Good is actually the highest quality that you can attribute to something because it is the most reflective of who God is. In the scripture, God introduces and begins his story of how he describes himself with the story of what? What happens in Genesis chapter 1? Creation. It's so interesting that in the story of trying to describe who God is, as he decides, I want people to know me. And so what story can I give them that would help them to see and based on their experience, understand who I am? So in God's telling his own story, he begins by telling the story and beginning with what we can see, what we can experience. And at the end of every stage of creation, God looks at what he has done. And he's not patting himself on the back. He is informing us and informing you. What I've done is good. And it's good because what I do and who I am is good. So God doesn't look at the end of creation every day and go, eh. God looks at everything and says it's good. For example, he says, if you want to know what good is, look at this. Because God understands that if we're going to believe that he's good, he has to show us what good is. Not to be impressive, but that we might understand the majesty and glory 
and beauty of his nature. I love to go to Yosemite. Who's, who here has been to Yosemite? And when you come through the tunnel view, what they come, and then all of a sudden, like, it's dark, and you're going, driving through this tunnel, and then all of a sudden, the, the, the whole valley opens up in front of you. And you see Half Dome over here to your left, and you see El Cap over here to your right, and all of a sudden, it's like uh, everything just kind of comes alive. It, it literally takes your breath away. This October, I journeyed to Kenya and spent time in the part of the world that they call the Serengeti, where my daughter and I are out driving in this Jeep that we are within 20 yards of a mother elephant and her, and her baby, that we are standing on a, a shore on, on, the, on the edge of this lake looking down and seeing hippos as big as Volkswagen Beetles. The sunsets in Africa, the way that the sun glistens in Yosemite. I've gone on a whale watching trip and seen these majestic creatures come out of the water and I've watched lions sitting under a tree. I've seen my own wife come and give birth to two amazing children. And I remember being a dad sitting in those moments, seeing Justin and Jordan take their first breaths. See, the one thing, though, in all of creation that God says was not just good, but was very good is what? When he gave breath to you and I. When he gave breath to you and I. That the greatest example of God's goodness is that he made us in his likeness. Will you turn to your neighbor and just go, you are very good. So listen, so, so some of you, so here we go. Listen, bring it back. Now listen, 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 listen. I got six minutes to wrap this up because there's two important things that I need you to go away with. Some of you are like, PJ, I get this, right? I understand. Yes, God is good and all this kind of thing. But there's two things I can't have you leave this room without believing in. That since God is good, that you need to know that God is working for your good. Can you go down to the uh, slide for me, please? When it comes down to it, most of the arguments against the existence of God boil down to the nature of God. People will say that he isn't loving, and if he isn't loving, that he isn't good. But from the beginning, God let you know that if you can believe that I'm good, then we will come to him, and we will learn to know him, and we will begin to trust him. And there are seasons in our life where we interpret God's transcendence as distance. And because it feels distant, we feel that there are seasons and times in our life that God is disinterested. Even at times that he, that he dislikes us. 
But that's when we forget about his eminence, his nearness, that the one who is also beyond is present. When the apostle Peter was trying to explain to a whole bunch of people about, about how Jesus, God who is near, why there was proof of him being God. It says in Acts chapter 10 that Jesus went around doing good. That one of the greatest proofs of him being God was the good that he would do. Not the kind things that he would do, not the nice things that he would do, but out of the nature of who he was, goodness would flow. That the impact of his kindness, of his mercy, of his compassion was one of the proofs of his being good. Jesus wasn't just nice. The things he did weren't just okay or fine. The highest level of interaction is the fact that what Jesus did is good. And Jesus does good because he is good. And Jesus hasn't stopped doing good. If you'll go to Romans 8:28, please. Romans 8:28 from the NIV version says this, and we know that in all things God works. God is always at work. He is always doing something. He is never doing nothing. And what he is doing is making sure that the circumstances and situations in your life are going to produce good in you, are going to produce good in me. One of, my, one of the, the passages that has kind of captured my heart comes from the Old Testament in the book of Ecclesiastes, where it says in chapter 3, it says that God is making all things beautiful in his time. Because beauty is produced from goodness. The things in your life that you're walking through, he's making it beautiful. See, one of the reasons why we have to learn to trust God is that, think about this for a minute. Anybody can take something good and make it bad. Only God can take what's bad and turn it for good. Why does he do that? Because he himself is good. The second point that I want you to know is that he has good things for you. And he, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, the apostle Paul starts to help people understand the context for his life. And he says, listen, do you understand that you are his workmanship? This word workmanship is a Greek word, poema, from which we get the, from which we get the word poem, from which we get the word poem. Other, other translations uh, use the word handiwork, which is the same word that is used to describe God's work in creation. Another way to translate the word poema is masterpiece, his work of art. My wife, if you look at her Instagram or you look at her Facebook, it is just covered with sunset. She takes a picture of a sunset nearly almost every day. And as beautiful as they are, as inspiring as they are, you are even more glorious, more beautiful, more amazing, more unique, more special. Because his nature and his image has been impressed upon you. And like Jesus, 
God has something for you, which is to do good. We're his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. For what purpose? For good works. That we should, that he's prepared beforehand that you should walk in them. Listen, some of you guys who are seniors in here, you're wondering, what's my next step? What's my future? Can I tell you, stop stressing about it. God knows, and I promise you this, it's going to be for your good. When you obey, when you follow, when you listen, all things are working for your good. And the good things that he has for you have already been prepared that all you have to do. What does the scripture say? You have to do. What's it say in that last line right there? Addy, what's it say? That you should walk in them. Like, that's pretty easy. Like, the things that God has for your life, you don't have to be wondering. You don't have to be on some giant, like, quest of discovery. All you have to do is believe that the good God who is working in you has good things for you, and my job is just to find out what those things are because he's already prepared them ahead of time for you. So you may feel today that this idea the goodness of God. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing. The goodness of God is not the entry level. It is the highest point of his affection and his attention being expressed to you. I want to ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes for just a moment. Because you may feel like God's not interested, that God's not engaged, but a good God can't be anything but completely interested and invested in you to bring beauty from your life, to allow his glory to be at work in you. How many of you would be willing today by just lifting your hand, very simple, and say, I have a hard time trusting God. Would you, would you raise your hand? There's probably a lot of us. I want to tell you, though, the more you know him and the more you believe, not only that he is good, but he does good. He is working for your good on your behalf. So, Jesus, we thank you for being good, that we can trust you, that we can know you, we can draw close to you, and that as we walk with you, we experience your goodness and can taste of it as well. In Jesus' name we pray. That was such an uplifting message. Thank you so much. I'm now joined with PJ here in the podcast studio for a short interview. So my first question is just tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Anastasia. Uh, again, it's so great to be a part of this community. As you mentioned, uh, I'm in my eighth year as a basketball coach. I'll be uh, finished my fourth year as a football coach and starting my sixth year as a baseball coach. And I, one of the cool things I get to do at CBCS 
is um, I'm actually the sports chaplain. I get to meet with all the coaches to talk about how we integrate faith into our sports programs. That is amazing. Yeah, part of that is because uh, I never, I was one of those guys that kind of got demoted to senior pastor from youth ministry. Mm-hmm. I still love, uh, I still love students, but I have the privilege of uh, that my church uh, sees this as a as a great outlet. So I get mm-hmm. to spend so much time here. Um, even though I'm the senior pastor at Hills Church in Laguna Hills, I've been a senior pastor for 25 years. Wow. Uh, I've been married for 32 years. I have a son who's uh, 28 and is a youth pastor up in Santa Cruz. And I have a daughter who is uh, a worship leader. And she is also a social media manager and is on her way to moving to New York wow. City to That's kind amazing. of pursue the things that God has for her. So it's a great privilege to get to be here at CVCS and watch students like yourself like go from ninth grade to twelfth grade and step into the right kind of what we talked about today, the good things that God mm-hmm. has prepared beforehand mm-hmm. that you should walk in them. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Thank you for all that you just contribute to our community. I know that you are a light and just kind of like a a father figure for many on campus. So thank you for being that. Um, what do you hope students take away from your message today? I think it's one of the things that I wish every Christ follower know because there's the biggest accusation uh, or arguments that people have against God is that he's not good mm-hmm. right that there are things that we don't understand maybe that we walk through or we see happening throughout the world but when he gave us the introductory story like he wanted us to understand that he's good and that he can be trusted yeah right um, even before we understand yeah. about love right that we would be drawn by his his goodness. In fact, you know, mm-hmm. Psalm 23, we didn't talk about it today, but it mm-hmm. says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me mm-hmm. all the yes, days of my I life, that. right? And that word follow is really cool there because it actually is used to describe an animal that's stalking its prey. So when you start thinking yeah. about like God's goodness, right? He's chasing you to capture you with his goodness. Yeah. And so good, saying God is good is not like, God is meh, right? Mm-hmm. God is okay. No, it's like the highest level of the mm-hmm. way that God's um, connection with us is expressed. Mm-hmm. And so when we say God is good, it's actually like the highest compliment that we could pay him. It's so, it's so real. I just loved, I loved how you said God does good because he is good. And like, even just like furthermore, like because he is the essence of goodness and we've been made in his image, like we too are intended for good. And so. And he's laid out good works. Yes. Ephesians 2 says that like, you're like, we as humans are like the greatest example of his goodness Mm -hmm. because we've been made in his image. Mm -hmm. And so rather than trying so hard, we just need to get better at being and the things that God has for us, yeah. the good things that he has ahead for you in your life mm-hmm. um, have already been prepared that all you have to do is walk in them. Yes. And we walk in them when we walk with him. Amen. Yeah. Thank you. I think that message just really resonated for a lot of um, the high school body, student body, because we are constantly in need of a reminder of the nature of God because we constantly forget it. And so just being reminded that God is good was something that just like hit deep and it's like funny because it's like you would think it's like super basic fundamental knowledge as a Christian but I think those reminders are really important so thank you for bringing that to our community absolutely um if people would like to get more in contact with you or reach out how could they do so um they can do so at the school just at pj at cvcs.org uh but even better um 
uh, hillschurchoc.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hills Church is uh, the name of our church, and I'm all over uh, social media, uh, TikTok and, and Twitter and, and uh, Instagram under Hamilton underscore Jeff. And uh, we get to share a lot of different parts of my life um, in that uh, as well. Would love to connect with them that well, way. Well, thank you so, so much for bringing just the good news of the gospel. This episode has been a production of the Capistrano Valley Christian Schools Podcast Network. Capistrano Valley Christian Schools is a Christian JK-12 school in San Juan Capistrano, California. Be sure to check out, subscribe to, and leave a review of this show and the other shows on our network on your podcast player of choice. Doing so supports the school community in a multitude of ways. For more information about the CVCS Podcast Network or any of our other shows, check out cvcs.org or email podcasts at cvcs.org. On behalf of the whole network, this is Mr. Jasper saying thank you again for listening and stay tuned for more.